Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. Maggie, you look so, so good. <laughs> okay. There you go. Let's talk about salad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Pam. And I'm Laura. And you're listening to the Planetarian Life Podcast. Each week, we meet here to talk about our passion for food, our concerns for the earth, and discuss how we can align our hopes for the future while eating and living well, effortlessly. So today we're going to talk about salad, which Laura is obsessed with so I feel like this is really her episode and we're just showing up to hear her wax poetic Did, didn't you uh, say you had a song for us at the end you'll have to wait and see <laughs> <laughs> uh, but salad's one of those things where if it's done not very well it's not very enjoyable but a good salad is a damn good meal but mm-hmm we've learned over the years and especially if you're trying to eat plant rich or if you're even trying to kind of eat healthier a salad is a great option for lunch and even for dinner if you make them substantial enough and we've learned over the years how to make a salad that is not only satisfying but it's just downright delicious and enjoyable and if you have some homemade bread some of our effortless homemade bread or some just a good crusty loaf that you picked up at the farmer's market or at the grocery store. It's really all you need. A salad can be great, but I feel like just like with the capsule kitchen, you've got to be prepared. You can't, you can't just throw together a salad. You've got to have your elements in place. You've got to have your ingredients on hand that make it so you're prepared. And if you ever come to any one of our houses we've always got the elements of a great salad ready to go I, every, I feel like every time I come to your house mom mm-hmm. you're always ready to throw together salad for lunch and it's always blows our mind and Laura and I together make just about the best salad you've ever had so mm-hmm. I feel like we have a wealth of knowledge here that we can impart on people mm-hmm. well I mean I think well, that's not really true. Um, it's funny because I, I had to go to a little soiree last night and had to bring something. And I mean, I had Ooh, about, a soiree. about five seconds to pull it off. Um, and I had some massage kale. I had some two other kinds of greens um, plus some radicchio. So I chopped up. And I think that's first the key to a really good salad is having a variety of greens. I mean, yes, it can be all kale, but I really think uh, having sort of a lighter colored, um, like leaf lettuce. I've, I've even really, I told you, I've gotten back into um, iceberg. Not a complete iceberg salad, but I mean, iceberg's really got great crunch and a really good color contrast to kale. And then, of course, I love radicchio. And if you don't, if you can't get radicchio or don't want to buy radicchio, I think red cabbage is a good alternative. So you've got three colors going right there, like sort of a dark green, a light green, and a because kind of salads are a very, I mean, food in general, but salads in particular are a visual mm-hmm. thing. You've got to want to eat it. It has yeah. to look appealing. And if it's just some sort of wan greens and a couple of things tossed in, it's not going to yep. make you yep. want to dive into it head first. Yep. 
Yeah, and I, you know, I had a couple of cups of beans that I cooked. I'd made a full batch, but and made a bean salad. But then I had a couple of cups of beans, uh, white beans left, so I threw that in, and olives, and um, I had a tomato. I threw that in, and uh, a little feta cheese, and some shaved radishes, and some bell peppers. And I, and I, t- I took it there and tossed it with vinaigrette, and it was lapped up. So I mean. And and there you got you sort of got it all in that salad. You've got you got the multicolored greens. You've got the protein. You've got the uh, colored the I did yellow peppers and red tomatoes. And then you've got the 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 cheese. You know feta. You can get plant based or use dairy, but that gives it the real um, a distinct flavor that uh, along with the olives that really salt and acid. And then, of course, then then the vinaigrette. I was going to say vinaigrette is kind of key to a good salad, but that's not really true because I think if you've got a super flavorful salad with lots of ingredients in it, just an oil and vinegar um, drizzle and salt and pepper is good enough. But when you do just greens, like a mixed green salad, I think vinaigrette is like it, it's it's a necessity. Yeah. I think the, the dressing is like what makes people like salad or not. Like if you have always had, you know, vinaigrette and it's just not really your thing, that doesn't mean that you don't like salad. Like to me, and I know salad is my favorite food, but like there's just no way to not like salad. It's literally just whatever food you want on top of some vegetables drizzled Mm, with sauce. Like, um, but I think people sort of get stuck in a dressing rut where they're like, well, I, you know, I had, there's ranch or there's a balsamic vinaigrette. And it's like, no, like I know a lot of people when they get uh, like Asian takeout, they'll have that carrot ginger dressing and everyone eats that side salad because the dressing's so good, but no one buys that dressing or makes it. And it's like, if that's what makes you like salad, have carrot ginger dressing or, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, Maggie and I love the uh, Brianna's poppy seed dressing, mm-hmm. which there's a version of on the site. There's just... There's so many ways to go with dressing, and I think it can make anything feel kind of richer and creamier and not just like, hey, let's munch on some kale. Mm-hmm. I think also um, the the definition of salad has really evolved in the last 20 years. To me, it was like salad is what my grandmother used to make. It was iceberg lettuce and then diced carrots, celery, tomatoes, and cucumber. And it was a good salad. And she used to have this drawer in the fridge and she'd pull it out with about 12 different dressings. You could pick whatever you wanted. And I remember as a kid actually really liking that salad. Mm -hmm. But salad, especially with the, you know, the advent of the clamshells with different types of greens and all these different toppings and bean and grain salads, which kind of have a, I, I just think the definition of salad has broadened from the, the, the hearts of Romaine or the mm-hmm. iceberg salad to be something so much more. Mm-hmm. For me, a salad really isn't complete without some kind of grain if I'm trying to make it the full meal. And I think that's something that's sort of a relatively new mm-hmm. addition. You, you mean to the bean salad or scene. bean Bean and or grain. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Because if you're trying to make it a full yeah. meal, no, like I no agree. one's getting full on lettuce and tomatoes and cucumbers. Yep. It's just all water. You need something of substance to really yes. provide 
more texture and more sort of satisfaction in terms of feeling full for longer, but it also provides lots more nutrients. For me, a well, salad is just like a, is a, is a vessel for just eating tons of different delicious, good for me things at one point. So it's funny you say the definition of a salad has changed because my mom refers to salad in like this old timey way where it's like you have, you know, there's potato salad, there's egg salad, there's chicken salad, and then there's lettuce salad. And I'm like, who wants to eat a lettuce salad? Like that sounds terrible. But (laughs) to her like definition, salad is like any sort of kind of mixed up dish, right? And I think maybe chilled mixed up dish, but I'm like, okay, well, I don't make lettuce salad. I mean, there's lettuce in all my salads, but I sort of make vegetable and nut and fruit salad, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. like lettuce is just kind of there to put something on the plate and to fill me up and give me lots to feel good about yourself. Yeah. It's just so I can pretend I had a salad. Really what (laughs) I'm eating is all the rest. (laughs) So, so we've, I think we've hit on three components of a really good salad. We talked about the lettuce, the varieties of having, you know, it doesn't have to be a variety of, of, of lettuces and greens, but it's nice when it can be. Um, and then uh, the protein, which you hit on Ma- Maggie, which is beans and grains and, and such. Uh, and then Laura, you, you hit on the, the dressing. Mm-hmm. So those are, those are th- definitely three components, the vegetables. Um, and I think a lot, you talked about all the raw vegetables that mom used to put in her salad, Maggie. Um, and I think a lot of us don't think um, about actually putting in roasted vegetables. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. So that's another thing that, that uh, I often throw into salad, which also with the juices and stuff also provides the beginnings of a dressing. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So if you just drizzle in a little bit more oil and olive oil and a little bit more um, little vinegar, uh, it, and toss it, it's really good, especially with, with the sturdier, heartier greens. I wouldn't do that with butter lettuce, but. To me, the most important element of a salad is actually the crunch. Mm -hmm. Mm. I really can't live without some kind of toasted nut or seed, or as you said, mom, pita chips or corn. I love corn chips in a salad. Mm -hmm. I also really like um, those frizzled onions you can buy. So it feels a little naughty, but I do love those. Yeah, it's it's sort of the expanded. Um, uh, it's sort of you talked about the set salad being kind of a one dimensional thing, and it's evolved. And I think it used to be that only you only put croutons in your salad, and now God, I didn't even mention croutons. It's like yeah, but croutons was croutons kind of the original crunch in a salad, and then now it's expanded to. I mean, I remember that the next thing that used to show up on the salad bar were sesame seeds or no, um, sunflower seeds. You'd see those. Yeah. Um, I do like those. Yeah, those are good. Croutons provide very little nutrients. And I feel like the crunch factor is really an opportunity to get in, you know, more good for you stuff yeah. with a crunch. Well, and a handful of nuts is going to last make you full so much longer than a handful of croutons like a handful yeah. of crisped up white bread is gonna give you like 20 seconds of energy but like a handful of yeah. almonds will give you like three hours of energy yeah, yeah. i think we've got to also talk about the direction you because there is a point in the salad where you have to make a decision about going savory or sweet mm. um yeah. because you can make salads with fruit you know 
sliced strawberries or blueberries or peaches or apples or citrus. Um, and that's kind of one direction you can take a salad and you have to kind of pay attention to the vegetables that you add to that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, and the nuts and the, and whether it can take cheese or not. And then, um, or whether you take it the savory, savory direction. I, but I think you can add dried fruit to a savory salad. Sure. Sure. And I mean, and and dried, dried fruit is good with, uh, like, especially the roasted vegetables, like the butternut squash and, um, Mm -hmm. but. Oh, absolutely. Certainly. Especially. Yeah. Certainly when you're highlighting the sort of natural sweetness of the vegetables, Mm -hmm. the especially roasted vegetables. That's a good point. Yeah. I like the chew factor that dried fruits adds like you don't even yeah. really notice so much of the flavor but a couple raisins or craisins on top gives like mm-hmm. a really good chew mm-hmm. yeah and an intensity to because salad i mean let's face it if it's just all lettuce and vegetables it's i mean there's some nice crunch and there's definitely fl- different slightly different flavors in the um the raw vegetables but you throw the fruit in there and it adds that megaphone to the salad you know it's like Uh. it's like uh just adds just a a punch of flavor what we're what i think what you're really trying to do is to create a salad that's multi-dimensional that's Mm -hmm. got a lot going not too much going on you don't want to gild the lily but that's got enough going on that there's several different dimensions of flavor texture Mm -hmm. color savory color. color yeah yeah Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think the best salads are when, like you said in the beginning, Pam, you have a bunch of different lettuces and maybe you've got caramelized onions or pickled onions already made. Maybe Mm -hmm. you've got vegetables already roasted, you know, beans already made, rice already made, quinoa already made. Like then you just assemble. Um, But, you know, unless you have all of that made, I think people don't love to have salads for dinner because you think of salad as being easy, but to make a great salad can take as much work as any other meal if you don't have things made. Um, but that's yeah. why I like kind of the nuts and fruit route because yeah, you, it, I can make a salad out of, as long as I have some lettuce, things only in my pantry. You know, if I haven't made beans, then I already have canned beans always. Mm-hmm. Canned beans, I thaw out frozen vegetables. I just put them in my salad and then by the time I'm making it, they're thawed enough to eat. Uh, dried fruit, nuts or seeds. I mean, I just open my pantry and just yep. take whatever, yep. you know, nuts, seeds, beans, and, and it's good. You know, even if you don't have anything prepared, you can use all pantry and freezer items to make a really good salad. That's true. I agree. It's better if you've got <laughs> roasted vegetables and cooked rice and, or quinoa. Quinoa is one of my favorites in salad. Sure. Cause that's yeah. practically a complete protein. So what is your dream salad? I love a, I love a Greek. You do. You do love a Greek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A Greek with some pita chips in it. You know, as I said, sort of that salad I made last night was pretty much my ideal with the beans and feta, whether it's plant-based or, or dairy and tomato. And uh, I love the briny Kalamata olives. But I mean, that's, I'd have to say that's probably my favorite. I think, um, my favorite 
salad when it's, especially when it's cooler out, is I adore using leftover lentil walnut mix with the sesame and hoisin Mm. on it. Because I always make that. I make that all the time. And I always have a lot left over because there's just two of us eating it. But I don't mind because Mm -hmm. I take the leftover rice because I usually serve it with rice. I take the leftover rice and some of the leftover lentil walnut mix with that mm-hmm. uh, hoisin sesame sauce on it. And I toss that with greens. I put in extra cilantro. Mm. Uh, if I have fresh mango or dried mango, I'll put that in. And I just, to me, mm. that is just the most satisfying, delicious, substantial. And I, it's basically like eating leftovers, but I turn it into mm-hmm. a salad by adding... Love it. Sometimes I'll shave a carrot yeah. and put that in for a little extra color to your point, yeah. mom. I, one of my favorite elements uh, in a salad, and I know it is for Laura as well, is the red or purple cabbage, which you always have shredded in your, in place mm-hmm. of radicchio for the extra yeah. crunch and yeah. color. So yep. if I have cabbage, I'll put that in. But I, that always for me is just uh, knock it out of the park. There's nothing else I'd rather have mm-hmm. salad yeah when it's warm and I'll kind of heat up this stuff a little bit. So it's not just fridge cold. I don't heat it hot. I just kind of nuke it till it's a little bit warm, take the cool off it. Yeah. But that is a great salad. Oh, I know one that you, that you like a lot and I do too. And that's sort of the, sort of the Southwestern style with the, the black beans. You stole Laura's. Oh, did I? I'm sure you did. Oh, Maggie just knows that if you're going to ask me my favorite, it's going to be Mexican flavors somewhere along the line. <laughs> okay. So that's okay. Go, you go. No, Keep no, going. no, 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 no. You go. <laughs> well, before I do that though, actually, Maggie, you mentioned something that you almost always do in your salads that I never do in mine. And it makes it so much better is fresh herbs. Yeah. I never put herbs yeah. in mine because frankly, yeah. I hate buying herbs because they're expensive and they're, yeah. they do go bad. Even when I try to take care, I mean, I just, I, herbs are my kryptonite, but whenever you put like cilantro or parsley or my mom puts mint in salads, basil, oh my gosh, fresh herbs and salad just make it like you, next level. So you so are good. so right. You are absolutely correct about that. So anyway, good. let's keep building like a that flavor punch, flavor punch. Yeah. Let's keep yeah. building our uh, Mexican salad. Okay. Well, if it can't be tamale pie, I just did <laughs> that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I mean, anything sort of taco burrito flavor is just always my favorite. Um, yeah. But part of the reason that I also love that for salad is these are all things that I always have, like in the freezer or pantry too. Yeah. Just like. I mean, imagine like your perfect Chipotle order and then take like half as much rice and twice as much lettuce. And like, that's a salad. Yeah. You know, like rice, beans, corn, salsa. You can make salsa into dressing or just literally use it as dressing. You don't really need to do anything to it. It's enough. I I love that you don't have to have fresh tomatoes to make that salad because the the salsa, the tomato and the salsa gives it Mm -hmm. the tomatoey acidic flavor. The other thing I was going to mention too that that, uh, we haven't touched on is uh, using frozen vegetables. Um, Mm -hmm. I frequently just thaw some green peas or some edamame or obviously the corn for the for the southwestern salad but i think um, people get in a vegetable rut where you know it's carrots and tomatoes and that's mm -hmm. kind of everything that's on your salad but 
you can put literally any vegetable in a salad and it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if I'm not doing, okay. The reason I like Mexican kind of taco salads is just cause those are my favorite flavors. But I think a great way to sort of introduce salads is to make whatever your favorite meal is deconstructed on a salad. Like if your favorite <laughs> meal is burgers, mm-hmm. take half mm-hmm. as much burger meat or maybe swap it for a veggie burger. If you're ready for it, crumble that over a salad and do, you know, the onions and the rel- whatever the flavors are that you want on your, mm-hmm. that's a good point on your food and, and incorporate it into a salad and it will be good. Like it's all the same flavors. It can be all the same food. Yeah. And it's going to be healthier because you're making half your plate vegetables, you know? I think that the um, the tofu cutlet on top of a Caesar, sort of like a mm. chicken you Caesar. My, you stole my, Did I? Tofu cutlet on anything is Maggie delicious. and I have had tofu is that what cutlet you were, on salad many times. Is that what you were well, about to I, say? W- it was. What I was going to say is that I I really like having something that feels a little bit naughty or a little bit mm-hmm. more calorific or, you know, a bit more <laughs> substantial. In my, like I'm not interested in a salad that doesn't have a tofu cutlet or the full, you know, three or four falafel patties or. Oh, there's um, a good one. A, oh, a veggie burger. I forgot about that salad. The falafel well, salad. Similar, similar elements to your, to your Greek. Salad, yes, it's very similar. Yeah, similar flavors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I Ooh. try to have something on hand, like, on hand. Even the the uh, chicken sandwich, the tofu for the chicken sandwich. I had leftovers of those and put those on salads. And I'm just like, this mm-hmm. is living. This yeah. is living with this. Do you salad. have leftovers? I ate the whole thing by myself. The whole block <laughs> of tofu, breaded and fried <laughs> by myself. So we've got. So the, the, the main elements are to use an interesting mix of salad greens, if you can, especially ones that are purple. We're all big fans of purple in the salad. Add some kind of bean or grain or something Both. like a bean or gra- and or grain or add the lentil walnut mix, which is, um, I guess it's a, it's a legume. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But or, or a veggie burger, or a bean burger, or a tofu cutlet, or falafel. Add something substantial that's going to really keep you full for longer mm-hmm. and just taste delicious. Um, add colorful fruits or, or vegetables. And vegetables, yep. Fresh, fresh or roasted. Mm-hmm. Definitely add some kind of satisfying crunch to it. Nuts, seeds, chips, that kind of good <laughs> stuff. And then some kind of some kind of dressing, which can either be one of I think we have about six salad dressings in the essentials category of um, planetarian life, or just really good quality olive oil and vinegar, or one of my favorites is just olive oil and lemon, lemon juice, or pesto. Pesto. pesto makes such good. That dressing. was a game changer for me, especially in mm-hmm. the winter. I find that pesto on hearty greens makes for a great dressing. One other thing um, we did we didn't mention is um, for me, an essential in a salad is some form of onion, whether it's yes. purple onion, pickled onion, caramelized onion, scallions, scallions. white yeah. onion. But anyway, that that's kind of important to me. So I think if you're trying to build a really delicious salad, you've got the elements down now. And I would say to go to the essentials page on Planetarian Life and check out 
and, and check out the different, the different elements and then pick one or two to make and try to build a really killer salad this weekend. I would say the two things I probably make the most from, from the essentials page are the classic balsamic vinaigrette just because it lasts forever in the fridge. So I feel like I can make a big batch of that and then I always have it on hand. Um, and certainly the massage kale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what do you make? I, I was going to say, um, what do I make in terms of essentials? I, salads. Fre- I frequently have the, um, the pickled pink onions as an essential and the, and the uh, roasted pita, uh, excuse me, pepitas. Um, the other thing I want to say is figure, cause a lot of people, and sometimes I overdo it, but figure a couple of cups of packed greens per person. Mm. Um, that's a, I mean, just as a guideline and then just start building from there. You don't need to measure anything really. And if you can swing it, a loaf of effortless homemade bread. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody wants to turn their oven on in the summer, but it is worth it. Just, even just having good quality bread around. It freezes really well too. You can make a whole bunch and then freeze it and thaw, you know, cut it in portions and thaw out just what you want. Mm-hmm. Definitely makes yeah. a salad feel like a restaurant meal. And just do that old fashioned thing where you just, just plan on uh, an hour or or an hour and a half of oven time and you roast vegetables uh, and then have your bread ready to go in when the vegetables come out and you've got two things at one at once. And it's not a, it's so not at like least the if you're forever. heating up your kitchen or your house, at least you're getting several things out of the deal. Yeah. As opposed to just saying, I'm turning on the oven to make bread. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you homemade bread. I, I just was at the farmer's market this morning and I picked up, the first tomatoes that I've seen since last summer and a piece of homemade or good quality bread toasted with some mayonnaise or veganaise. Yeah. Sliced fresh tomato, salt, pepper. I mean, how much was that tomato a pound? I don't know. Yeah. I was in a rush. I just grabbed and goad. They're almost Um, as expensive as meat. A good one. Well, we've talked many times before about that is what it costs. Yep. That's the true cost of what it costs to produce a tomato. Yep. So we're just coming into the season where I feel like you can really make a salad amazing because there's so much fresh, Mm -hmm. delicious produce. So the challenge this week, if you're up for it, is to get out there, get some amazing ingredients and pull together a salad that makes your taste buds sing. Let us entertain you. <laughs> Let us entertain oh, look, you. I don't have to do a song because Maggie did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ode to salad. Red cabbage entertain you. Um, <laughs> Laura, Laura's like, please don't ever do that again. <laughs> I'm just hoping you keep going long enough that I can make it the intro to the podcast. <laughs> All right, so join us in two weeks. Uh, We're going to be talking about greeting up your Amazon order, which is something I definitely need to work on and 
I just need to. I just need to sit and listen to that one because I. (laughs) You can always talk about the struggles. I I need to. I need to be preached to on that one. And we're going to be moving to an every two weeks podcast throughout the summer. So we'll be back on September fifteenth with an every every week podcast. But for now, it's going to be every two weeks. So we'll see you in two weeks. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you'd rate the podcast and leave a review. Also, take a minute to connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Planetarian Life. Head to planetarianlife.com for more recipes and inspiration and to become a planetarian. See you next week.